This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week we come together to discuss topics affecting your financial wellness. We break down complex topics, try to make them understandable, and we do strive to give our listeners the education and the tools to make sound financial decisions affecting their lifestyle and their retirement. And while we're at it, we're going to try to have a little fun. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor, representative and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Rob. Thanks for having me on. I wouldn't do this without you. Trust me, I I need backup. (laughs) And because rounding out our panel this morning is our good friend, our co-host, the guy that really uh, makes this all work for us in the back office and tells me not to touch stuff, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. I'm just here for the coffee, Rob. You know that. No, that's what Rob's here for. <laughs> that's for what coffee. I'm here for. Exactly. <laughs> You're here for the donuts. Oh, we've all had our coffee this morning, so that's good. But I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks, Rob and Lori, both for having me on the show, putting up with me today. And I'm excited about it, of course. And uh, you both are looking lovely as always. We're excited. We're awake. That's that's a start, right? Yeah, we're awake and ver- vertical. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That's good. Rob, how have you been? What, what's going on over there? It's been a really busy time. Uh, typically, in the summertime, things kind of slow down a little bit, but we really haven't seen that. Uh, I think a lot of folks are still uh, reeling from the, the latest tax uh, season they had. It was something very, very different. So a lot of folks we told to plan for this didn't. Now they're <laughs> coming course. out of the woodwork and mm-hmm. saying, yeah, maybe there's some things we ought to change and do. So we're continuing to have those conversations and it's kept us quite busy. It's, it's it, a good it thing. It really has. Yeah, I bet. And Lori, between your family, uh, which I know is very active with the kids and your husband and work, uh, you probably don't have any free time these days. Well, not really. Um, we started driver's ed this week with oh, the youngest, so yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's been interesting to say the least. And and I'm trying to keep my sanity there. But um, and aside from work and family, there's also our extracurricular activities here, where you know we're we're part of the chamber, we're part of the Kiwanis in the area, and so there's all kinds of of things going on just constantly that we're running for so yeah plus you do those educational workshops and seminars for people in the community that our our listeners can attend and learn a lot and meet you in person i think that's awesome too it is and it's a great uh, we, we love doing it i mean there's a lot of work that goes into it but the real joy of this work is actually sitting there and, and working with uh, other people uh, watching the light comes on when they learn something they didn't know before and it really is the satisfying part of the job just knowing you've had an impact positively on somebody else's life so that's why you probably have me here on the show while you talk rob you watch that light bulb over my head go on and off all the time <laughs> yes yeah, sometimes yeah. more than others more like a strobe light at this point <laughs> so what are we talking about today on the show rob 
Well, Tony, today we want to address two topics that have been very up front and center of the news lately and examine how they can potentially impact our listeners. Now, while phone scams and tariffs don't to have a whole lot in common, they both have the potential to really create chaos for our finances. I can think, I, I can think of one thing they have in common, and they're both very frustrating at this point. Uh, that they are. Yeah, absolutely. He, just hearing about tariffs and phone scams. So, uh, But I am looking forward to it because obviously we want to avoid phone scams and they're becoming more prevalent. And of course, we want to understand the mechanics of the tariffs because it seems to be affecting our finances and both topics are getting a lot of coverage in the news lately. And these are serious topics, Tony, and they probably deserve the coverage they're getting. With that in mind, we're first going to dive into an examination of some of the common phone scams. The ones we're going to be talking about were highlighted in a recent Reader's Digest article. And I would encourage listeners to go look for this. It's entitled, Watch Out, These 10 Phone Call Scams Could Steal Your Money. And so our goal is to give you information that can help you avoid falling for these types of scams. They're an increasing problem. According to a September 2018 press release from First Orion, this is a company that's designed to provide transparent communication. They have claimed that nearly 50% of U.S. mobile traffic will be scam calls by the end of this year. Now, wow. my own phone ringing off the hook with calls or numbers I don't know, don't recognize. I answered a phone, nothing's there. We're going to talk about some of these scams. So arming yourself with the knowledge about the different types could be very useful in keeping your financial information safe. Wow. 50% though. I mean, let's think about that. Of all mobile calls in 2019 are scams. That's awful. Well, it really is. And not only are there a lot of, of scam phone calls, there's also many different types of, of phone scams going on out there. And the first one you know, mentioned in the Reader's Digest article is the Can You Hear Me scam. Um, this, is, this is designed to record your voice when you answer yes. This recording can then be used to claim that you agreed to something that you didn't. And, and one way to avoid this is to answer in a full sentence. Yeah, the Reader's Digest article suggests using, I can hear you just fine, instead of just saying yes. Well, that seems so innocent, though. I mean, we all remember that classic commercial with the old, can you hear me now line? <laughs> and I guess it's easy for people to get confused and then give those scammers exactly what they want in response. Right, Lori? It really is. And, and you know, Tony, that's it, it, that's a very memorable commercial. Um, I also found it interesting that the, the man in the commercial delivering the line now advertises for a competitor. So, you know, but, but I digress there. Um, the next scam we want to talk about um, is especially prevalent during tax season. And that's that you know, the caller will pretend to be an internal revenue service agent threatening legal action if you don't pay a balance immediately. And they may even ask you to confirm your personal information on the phone. Now, now Tony, I've received that scam phone call more than once. My favorite is when I had just set up the office in Troy back in 2016. The articles of incorporation for the office were initially filed in 2015. Now, the caller told me I was going to be arrested immediately, that agents were on their way to my office, and that I was going to go to jail if I didn't pay what I allegedly owed before the agents arrived. Now, as a professional tax preparer, I've had substantial training regarding all kinds of tax scams, including this one. 
So I was naturally suspicious, began asking questions about how much I owed and what tax years were involved. I was told I owed a total of over $50,000 in back taxes for 2012 and 2013. So I told the caller, I said, you know, well, that's very interesting since the company wasn't formed until 2015 and had the first day of operations on March 1st, 2016. The next thing I heard was a dial tone. <laughs> I really enjoyed wasting his time. You know, this is all a scam, though. The, the IRS only uses official letterhead for communications. And as a matter of policy, they won't call you. Even if you feel the call might be legit, hang up and call the IRS back directly. If you do have an issue, the official phone number should connect you with the appropriate department. And, you know, but the IRS won't call you. You're... Your bank might, but the IRS is not going to. So, so how do you know if these calls are legitimate? You know, perhaps your bank is calling to verify recent transactions on your card. You can safely answer these questions, but don't use the word yes and don't provide or volunteer any additional information. You know, if they ask for further details, hang up. Flip your bank card over, call the customer service number, and they can verify if the call was legitimate or not. Sure, and I'm sure when somebody seems to know information about you, it makes it seem more legitimate, right? And that's exactly what the scam artists are counting on. Another tactic involves curiosity. Curiosity is hard to resist, and the one-ring scam plays into that. Your phone will ring, but just once. The scammers want you to call back out of curiosity so they can confirm that your number is working. They may answer, or they may call you back later and flip the script by asking why you called them. Then in your confusion, they can try and get important personal data from you. Well, that feels like a dirty trick to me. I mean, confuse and overwhelm. It, it really is. And technology can be frustrating and confusing. And scammers use those emotions to con you out of your data. Uh, in this next scam we're going to talk about, you could receive a, a call from someone claiming to be from a major technology company like Apple, uh, Microsoft, Facebook, or even your local internet provider. Uh, they may ask if you've had computer or phone problems recently. They may then offer to fix the problem for you by having you download software or an app. Uh, and, and this malware will then slow down your computer or phone and potentially steal your sensitive information from those devices. And if you have problems that require tech support, you, know, you should hang up and call the company directly. That's good advice. And it seems to be a trend right now. Incoming calls used to confuse and steal information. And they especially prey on the elderly or to influence vulnerable people on the other end of the line. You're right, Tony, and one of the most disturbing and nefarious phone scams involves a call claiming to have a loved one held against their will. It could be a child, it could be a grandchild. The scammers may even play on your emotions with dramatic acts like having someone screaming in pain in the background or pleading for help. In these scenarios, it could be very easy to let your emotions get you carried away. Ask any parent, ask any grandparent. It, this is really a nasty one. So try to contact the loved one another way. Gather as much information from the caller as you can. If they're willing to stay on the phone and help you confirm a monetary transaction, it's quite possible that they're a scammer and not a kidnapper. Kidnappers rarely stay on the phone for long. They don't want their phone call to be traced. So if they're willing to hold while you get out your wallet, that should be a red flag. Uh, 
Yeah, you know that one. That one to me, Rob, just seems like an especially horrible scam. I can't imagine how terrifying it would be to get a call like that. Well, it's it's awful, you know. And and hopefully, talking about these types of phone scams today, even though it can be uncomfortable, will help our listeners listeners be prepared if someone tries to scam them in the future. And we have many more phone scams to talk about, but I know that you know we've got to take a quick break here. Oh, yep, you're right. Uh, yeah, time is just about up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to share, Rob, before we take this break? Well, Tony, scams can be devastating to our financial wellness. There's little to no chance of ever recovering money you lose to a scam. So being discerning and suspicious of phone calls wanting you to act financially right now should be a red flag. So let's learn how to avoid the scams and focus on your retirement journey. The good news is you don't have to go on that journey alone. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to receive your complimentary retirement income toolkit. Schedule a no cost, no obligation, one hour consultation to go over the toolkit and get other pressing questions answered. Go to our website, outlookfc.com. Click on the contact us menu to request an appointment if you'd rather do it electronically. While you're on the website, Lots of information there, educational, check it out, and click on that radio tab. You can look at this radio show, maybe you wanna go uh, listen to it again because there's something you wanna uh, reinforce, or look at some of our old shows. You can also subscribe to them on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, because Tony, at the end of the day, we ultimately have the same thing goal for all of our clients, retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financial Wellness Radio after this. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Outlook Financial Center, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit outlookfc.com or call us at 937-552-9990 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 937-552-9990. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today is our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been talking about some common phone scams uh, that were highlighted in a recent Reader's Digest article. And that article was titled, Watch Out, These 10 Phone Call Scams Could Steal Your Money. Our goal is to give you information that can help you avoid falling for these types of scams and uh, and causing great damage to your retirement income plan. And we've covered a few different types of scams during our first segment, and we have a few left to cover in our second segment of the show as well. And as a reminder to our listeners out there, if you're just joining us or you missed the first part, uh, want another chance to review this show or others, uh, you can always get all the episodes or download the episodes from outlookfc.com. And you can even subscribe to the shows as a podcast. There's links there 
uh, to subscribe. No cost to do that. No obligation on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And there's no cost for those programs as well. That's a great point, Tony. And, you know, these these previous episodes can be a valuable resource as well. Uh, in the first segment of this show, we mentioned several phone scams that can, can seem very legitimate. Um, another type of scam that we want to talk about, though, that the article mentioned is jury eligibility. Um, a, a target may receive a call that claims that they're up for jury duty. The scammer will then ask them to confirm some personal information. And, and what they're trying to do is steal sensitive information. As we've mentioned earlier, the best way to combat this uh, attempt is to hang up and then call the phone number associated with the official department, you know, be that your court, your local courthouse or, or whatever court they, you know, they're claiming to be from. Hey, don't ask the caller for a number to call them back uh, because obviously you're going to get a wrong number. Uh, look it up. Do your do your homework. And if they're legitimate, you should be able to call them through an official number to confirm that they're legitimate. Wow. So that sounds like the IRS and bank scams that were mentioned in the first segment. You're exactly right, Tony. The attempt is the same no matter what kind of smokescreen or disguise the scammer uses. IRS, banks, jury duty, or even even something like a sweepstakes giveaway. Incoming callers ask for your personal information, especially your social security number or financial account information. Whenever you get those kind of requests, always treat it with caution. Well, maybe the worst kind of scam um, that we should talk about is the one that's done in person. And, you know, with all the tornado damage that we've had in our area recently, um, scammers solicit homeowners to provide needed repairs. And the scammers will often have out-of-state license plates, uh, demand to be paid up front, or even request a very large deposit in order to do the work. Yeah, they get your cash and that's the last you see of them. So in, in this instance, this is one of those that you just really want to you know, be very cautious about and, and don't ever pay somebody up front for that work. Wow. A healthy dose of skepticism can be a valuable weapon against phone scams then and the, some of these in-person scams, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very well put, Tony. And, and that brings us to the final phone scam we're going to talk about today. As we mentioned before, scam artists will prey on confusion, they'll try scare tactics, and they will at times try to take advantage of an individual's charitable nature. Scammers can impersonate charities, political parties, lobbyists, nonprofit organizations, or even alumni associations. They'll use your charitable nature against you and ask for donations over the phone. While you may want to donate to any one of these organizations or groups, it's appropriate to ask them to mail you more information or to hang up and call the number directly. Now, this could be hard for some people because they may consider that being rude and and nobody really wants to be rude, but it's better to feel rude than to put your financial data and accounts at risk. Wow, are there any ways then to check up on these charitable organizations? Well, that's a really great question, Tony. And and there are some resources out there to help you learn more about some of those organizations. Um, One third-party resource is charitynavigator.org. And it, it rates organizations on factors like how much of each donation goes to the cause versus administrative costs. Uh, Charity Navigator's rating system examines two broad areas of a charity's performance, and that's their, their financial health and their accountability and transparency. And their ratings can help donors make informed decisions about where their money actually goes. And since 2001, they've rated more than 9,000 charities. I know in this final segment, you want to talk about something that's been in the news a lot lately, 
and that's tariffs. It is, Tony. Um, Tariffs are widely misunderstood, and we've heard a lot about them lately. So we're going to define what they are, outline their history, and discuss how they affect consumers. Um, The reference that we're going to use today is a MagnifyMoney.com article from August 2018, and it was titled, What are Tariffs Anyway? So um, let's start by answering that question and define what tariffs truly are. Uh, Tariffs are taxes that the federal government slaps on products that are imported to the U.S. And tariffs are often um, a percentage of the value of that product that's being imported. Well, you know what? We've certainly heard this word a lot in the past year, and especially recently when it comes to trade wars across the globe. Maybe you could help our listeners and I understand, Rob, the difference and how these different percentages we hear about, how that all works together. What does it mean to us? Happy to do that, Tony. Uh, Let's just take an example. Let's say a tariff on a microwave is 25% and a foreign company prices that microwave at $100. Due to the tariff, an American company buying that microwave will have to pay an additional 25 bucks, bringing the total cost to $125. The importer often passes that increased expense on to the consumer who purchases the microwave. Now that extra $25 doesn't go to the foreign company selling the microwave, tariff proceeds go to the U.S. Department of the Treasury. Well, so the tariff percentage then could potentially impact the cost of goods being taxed. Are tariffs a new concept? They've been around a while, right? Exactly. They, they are not a new concept at all. And according to a Smithsonian.com article, um, uh, it was titled, A History of America's Ever-Shifting Stance on Tariffs. Um, tariffs aren't a new concept. In fact, they go all the way back to the 1760s. Uh, Great Britain charged heavy import duties that increased prices on many desirable goods like glass, lead, paper, and yes, even tea. Um, and I think you can guess where this is going. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a certain, uh, There's a, there was a certain party in Massachusetts Bay that you're referring to, right? <laughs> Correct. Um, the famous Boston Tea Party was partly in response to those higher prices. Uh, after the American Revolution, tariffs were a major source of revenue for the new American government. Remember that there wasn't a federal income tax until 1913. And so tariffs also had a hand in, in the Great Depression as well. Uh, many, many economists believe that Herbert Hoover's protectionist movement, the, the uh, Smoot-Hawley Act in June of 1930, did more harm than good. It was supposed to help the country recover from the stock market crash of 1929, but it made things even worse uh, internationally. And so, you know, production booms during World War II and the Cold War led to the led the country to enact fewer tariffs and to focus on aligning with a free trade philosophy. And this philosophy eventually led to the establishment of the World Trade Organizations in 1995. Wow. So obviously, this is really important, and tariffs have been around for a long time. Why does it feel like they're relatively new, though? <laughs> Well, Tony, since the 2016 election, tariffs have been making a comeback. They've been used as a foreign policy tool as much as they have been used as an economic tool. Tariffs as high as 25% have been levied against imports from China, Canada, the European Union, South Korea, Brazil, Argentina, and the list goes on and on. This can also affect exports from the United States. Countries often react to new tariffs by imposing their own, 
on products coming from the U.S. Wow. So obviously then the tariff percentage uh, can potentially impact the cost of goods being taxed. And that's what we need to understand. Uh, And they've been in the news so much the past few years. Well, now that we know what tariffs are and what their history is, let's take a look at how how tariffs can affect consumers. Um, According to that magnifymoney.com article that we mentioned earlier, consumers generally end up paying half to two thirds of of tariff costs. And the rest of the tariffs is absorbed by the foreign exporters or the US company importing the product. So with higher end uh, specialized products, the entire cost is sometimes passed to the consumers. And another factor with with highly specialized products is that a company might have no choice but to pay a tariff because they can't find the product anywhere else. So they then pass that extra expense onto their customers. So with with lower end products like t-shirts, there's a lot of competition from other countries. So foreign companies often lower their costs to offset those tariffs. And that means on lower end, highly competitive goods, consumers typically don't experience additional tariff costs. And and tariffs have long been a part of the American economy, as we mentioned earlier. And currently it seems that that, this era of of few tariffs and and robust free trade is ending. And tariffs will likely continue to dominate the news as as governments increasingly use them as an economic tool and foreign policy tools. And I I hope our conversation today has given you more clarity on, on the mechanics of those tariffs. Well, yeah, and I think this is a great topic. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of confusion about tariffs. I really didn't understand them completely, and this really helps. I appreciate that, Lori and Rob. But uh, again, as usual, our time has just flown by. Is there anything you want to add, Rob, before we go today? Well, Tony, I I do hope the people will then take what they've learned today, and that will set off the red flags in their mind when they get some of these scam phone calls that are coming in. So I hope they've learned something. And in the process of doing that, take action on them. If you need to report a scammer, do it. Uh, but more importantly, protect your financial well-being. And we want to help our clients doing that. So give us a call at 937-552-9990 to get our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Schedule that one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. We'd love to sit down with you and walk you through that and answer your questions. Look at the educational resources on our website, outlookfc.com, or on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Go to that radio section on the website, listen to this show again, Look at our listen to our past episodes. There's a wealth of information there because at the end of the day, we want you to take that information, take action on it, so that we can all have the same goal, retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right, and that concludes our time for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com.
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Robert Nett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.